Broadcasting from the Penguin Air Plumbing and Electrical Studios, we're your hosts, Will Hallett and Wade Rusk, and this is the Penguin Pro Show. The Penguin Pro Show is an informative podcast talking about air conditioning, heating, plumbing, and electrical systems in the home. Each week, we bring on a panel of professionals to educate listeners on different topics related to these systems. Today on episode 17, we have Penguin Pro Michael Rios from our HVAC team here at Penguin Air Plumbing and Electrical. We are excited to interview him and learn more about his story and how he got back into the industry. And we also have Jay Klein with us today as well. We always have Jay Klein. We always have. Have we never not had Jay Klein? I think he's just part of the show now. maybe been once that I haven't been on. So should, in the intro, should I say Wade Rusk and Jay Klein? It's okay. You guys keep it it your your show. Well, the band's back together, guys. Yeah, it's been a few episodes I missed. Yeah, Yeah, it's good to have you back. It hasn't been the same. It hasn't. No? No, not with Not as fun? without Dr. Rusk. Nice. That's what I like to hear. Dr. Rusk brings so much. But the doctor's not in the house. It's just not the same show. I'll be back then. I'll be back. I tried to fill your seat, but I don't think I did very well. I saw Jimmy sit in my seat once. Jimmy sat in it. I tried to sit in it. This yeah. can't be filled. It's tough. Dr. Russ' seat is big shoes to fill. One of a kind. Talk, talk about putting Feels the band good. back together. You know, I was just thinking if your intro, if you were to walk into something like this and it's your intro, what song would it be? Oh, the walk-in music? Your walk-in music. I just thought of this, by the wow, way. Wow, that's a tough one. Putting the band back together. I think it, I think. It, Thunderstruck. I was going to say Thunderstruck too. Thunderstruck. That's a good one, man. Just, yeah. You read my you mind. You could do that Van Halen song right now that's oh, all inspirational. Like, that's a good one. Right now, don't wait for tomorrow. Or oh, whatever. yeah. That would be a good one too. Or right that now. Eminem one. You got one opportunity, one life, <laughs> something like that. All that. I know what you you're know talking, talking about? about. Yeah. Clearly There's got to be a Guns N' Roses or Metallica song too. Mm-hmm. That oh, would yeah. be good. There's got to be a, good, a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Michael probably doesn't know what Guns N' Roses and Metallica is. How old never. are you? 24. <laughs> never heard of them. It's like never. <laughs> I got 20 years on this guy. Yeah. And we're done. You at, least know some, you at least know some ACDC Thunderstruck? AC, I heard of them. But I don't know the song. Though. Uh, oh, I love having these young kids on. So what would be your intro song? Yeah. Uh, if we're going with like rock, probably Ozzy Osbourne. There you go. You know? There's some good Ozzy. Yeah. What about? I'm surprised you, you know rap? Ozzy is not yeah, I Van Halen. Hip hop, hip hop. What would you? What would it be then? Um, and we probably wouldn't know it. But no, I'm a, honestly, I'm a, I'm a fan of Eminem. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like a lot of his old music. But yeah, I think I would probably put something with Drake. You know, oh sure. Drake, yeah. yeah, Drake's good. Nice. That'd be more current. I know that's stuff we don't more know. Relevant. About. I don't. Don't ask me a song that I, I've heard him on the radio a few times. Hip hop, Drake. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Wow, he doesn't know much." But like, give me a Guns N' Roses. I'd song. probably have an Ice Cube one or something. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yes, old school. I like it. Ice Cube would be good. All right. Well, anyway, so let's uh, introduce Michael to the show today. Thanks for coming on, man. We're excited to have you. You've been here how long now? Six months or so? Uh, probably about three months now. Three months? Yeah. Okay. I remember I met you for the first time in the accounting office, and your brother was with you, I believe. And yeah. I feel like that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but um, welcome to the team. Hopefully, uh, you're getting the swing of things and having a lot of fun and seeing yeah. some success. And oh, a lot. It takes a lot of time at a new place, but um, you've been doing this a while. So tell us a little bit about um, how you got in the industry or what you like to do for fun. You know. Oh well, I got in here because I used to work at a Banner Hospital, and I used to just do inventory over there. And you know, I thought the pay was super good. And then uh, my best friend. 
his dad was a manager at another AC company. And he's like, hey, I can get you in. You're just going to do duct clean. That's super easy. You're in and out. Um, and then I do a duct cleans. And I didn't realize, you know, the machine was so heavy taken out of the van and on 115 degrees day. It wasn't it wasn't the best. But uh, I think it was more on going to duct cleans and, you know, the before and after. Like, wow, these things actually get super clean. Um, and then just taking off the vents, you, you run into a lot of crazy things. Like uh, you can see the customer's registers aren't sealed. And then so I would always talk to customers about sealing these registers. And I think that's where I learned, you know, this is for me because it was always me and customer always agreeing on what they needed. You You're know? solving a problem yeah, that they didn't know they had. But it can, you know, clean the air considerably when you solve that gap around that can yeah. and stuff, right? Register seals. I mean, that yeah. was that was big for me. And I, I knew it wasn't right. I didn't even know what a register seal was. But then there's one day I saw, like, I could literally look in the attic mm-hmm. and I saw the register. I was like, yeah, this thing should probably be sealed. And, you know, going on there, that's when I was helping a lot of customers out. And then uh, I wanted to learn more about it. So that's when I moved into a helper. And uh, my best friend was an, a lead installer. So I actually ended up being his helper. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think we didn't get along as helper and lead, you know, because... Uh, it happens. Yeah, especially learning in the middle of summer, like trying to learn, you know, I didn't even know what a drill was at the time before I even did a duck clean. I remember my first day when we were doing a duck clean, uh, he's like, go get the drill. And I was like, you know, what, what did it, which tool is that? <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. he, I think I knew, he knew right there it was going to be a process. You know, he had his work cut out for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I started when I was like 18 and um, I, at that age, I mean, it was even when I was training my little brother, you, you know, you're kind of unteachable right there, you know, especially in the middle of summer. You just it's unteachable. That's what he kept telling me. He's like, you're so unteachable. <laughs> but then it got to the point where I started getting used to it. And then I started, you know, I was like, OK, this isn't as bad. You know, it definitely takes a couple months, but uh, it was learning really the vocabulary of what you know, AC parts were, you know, because, um, but once I, I picked up on it, I mean, I think I, that's what I knew it was kind of meant for me because I stand, that's when I started, you know, going fast, working and the quality and making sure the speed was there at the same time. Um, and then after that, I was a, I was a lead for like three years. And then I actually tried getting my older brother hired at that company, but they were just not hiring, I guess. And then my older brother worked at a different competitor. It was a much bigger competitor. And um, he was like, hey, you know, I think you'll like it over here. The installs and, you know, everything was there. And so I got my little brother and we just packed our bags and went to the bigger competitor. And we were there for a while. Um, but then I installs, I mean, I think I felt like I kind of learned everything I could. You know, I was captain learning and I just felt like it was time to go to service. You know, it was that time to move. And once I went to service over there, that's when I was like, wow, you know, it's not really hard at all you're really the hardest part is driving you know it's the hardest part is driving from santan valley to surprise (laughs) especially in the middle of summer it takes a while for that air conditioning to kick in and yeah it's it's a tough job i've I've used to do service and install and all the above um but yeah you got to learn on the job you don't necessarily learn how to you know that i think that's what makes the great ones is having learned on the job from the very beginning be it duct cleaning or install and getting into service because you kind of know everything i mean not everything none of us know everything but you know more than just somebody coming right out of school getting into service or something oh yeah i mean i have probably trained at least 20 people coming out of school 
And I mean, it it's it's crazy to how much they know. I mean, they know the vocabulary, but the same thing, they don't know what it is. Like they know that uh, they know what a TXV is, but they don't know where it's at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just teaching them what it the, actually does. Yeah, exactly. So um, that just I don't know. I think that made me more happy learning hands on than, uh, you know, actually going to the school and going through that process. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the, the way I was trained. I think being trained hands on is the best way. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, if you can get some hands-on training and start, I did the same way, you know, when I started, all hands-on. I didn't go to school, didn't do anything, just kind of jumped in and started learning. And you do, you learn a ton more. And like Wade said, I mean, it's to start in the install side and even in the duct cleaning side, you learn so much more that benefits you when you get into service. You can talk to a customer about their airflow and their duct work because you know you've been there, you've installed it, you know, so you know that side of it as well. So it's definitely, definitely a benefit to start there if people can. Sure. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you're 18 years old. You got into a, a trade that you didn't know much about. You didn't know what a drill was. <laughs> um, you become this duct cleaner and then wanting to take that road, that that process. Sometimes it can look like um, a long road, you know, to become from duct cleaner to service tech. But it really isn't if you really put your heart and soul into it and want to take on the training because um, it you know, a duct cleaner that can really communicate with customers, right? Which you have that skill in explaining things. And then you wanted to move up. You want, you had the desire to do that. So, um, talk about like more about how that others can do that along the way that they're looking into getting into this industry. I think it was good starting as a duct cleaner because you don't, a lot of, I didn't know exactly what a filter even did. You know, you, once you get in a duct cleaner, you learn how the airflow works. You learn that, okay, this filter actually sucks in air. You know, at, at first I used to think that was actually what blew the air, you know, out of the system, but it sucks in the air. Um, and once you learn like how the airflow works, you, then you start kind of knowing, you know, okay, this is duct work. This is trunk line. You know, the difference between those houses from a flat roof to, you know, a roof that has a lot of duct work. But uh, the the road, I think it made it easier is once I understood that, you know, you know, for a duct cleaner, you know, you're kind of capped and then you want to go up and move and then you want to go to installs. Once you start installing compensation wise, right? Yes. And once you start installing these units as a helper, then okay, you know, the next step is lead um, being a lead. And uh, once you realize you're training people. There's you're never going to know everything, but, you know, it's time for the next move. You're training people. Now that you can go be trained to be something else as a service tech or a maintenance tech. Um, and once I went to the service, I mean, that's what I think was really surprising because I feel like in service, you don't have a cap. You know, there's there's no cap on install lead. You have a cap. You can work every day and there's a cap still yearly. <laughs> but um, when I went to service, it was like. I so far I have not noticed any cap on salary. I know, you know, the sky's the limit when it comes to that. The better I do as a technician, the, the more I'll make. Yeah. Um, so the more you learn um, and more calls you run, right? Yeah, definitely. So h- how much effort you want to put into it? I know yeah. Jay and I, we talk about this all the time is, you know, some guys are happy with making, you know, under six figures, but yeah. you can make more than six figures in this industry um, and beyond, right? Not beyond, not. Yeah, seven figures. And, and I but know. I you mean, can make a lot of money over you know, hundred grand. A big kudos to you and your brother because you guys both work, you know, more than the five days a week. Um, 
for one, so the listeners know, Michael works, you know, regular weekends. So that's his regular shift is helping people out on weekends, you know, um, when a lot of these companies don't have technicians available um, or very few because they're only emergency. Well, that, that's his standard shift is, is helping out on the weekends. And then, you know, Monday is supposed to be a day off for him. And they actually take and end up doing a lot of work on Mondays because through the weekend, well, some parts aren't available. So they have to come back on Mondays and they still schedule themselves on their day off to come back on Monday to help get that customer cooling, you know, when they can get the parts available. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's a big, you know, big testament right there is you can make as much as you want in this industry. Kind of like you said, right. I mean, if you put in the work, you know, if you put in the work, if you learn, if you contend your education, um, you know, and you continue, you work into to help the customers out there, it makes a big difference. And of course, speaking of pay, I got to go back. Cause you said you're working at banner, right. Doing, doing some stock inventory, inventory. Yeah. And you said you did say right that it was good pay. I thought it was it was good pay because I w- I actually used to work at Walmart, McDonald's. You know, I was, the minimum wage at yeah. the time was like seven ninety five. Yeah. And then I heard Banner inventory eleven dollars. Like, oh my god! You know, I just I got a raise right there. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, I mean, once I thought I was making good, my friend in the AC business, he was like, yeah, he's like, that's that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for we people that, that are considering getting in this business to know. Um, if you're good with people and you can provide, you know, good customer service and, you know, articulate well, like you do, Michael, and you can be very successful. You can learn the other stuff and, and, and the rate at which you excel is on you. Right. I mean, we have other guys who, we have a lot of guys who stay in install. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have to interact with homeowners and stuff. They want to just get into their project or install their job and be meticulous with that and that's fine you got to have those guys too mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're really important. good at what they do you know and that's uh and like say you bring up like the you know you don't have to have the technical side of it you know we teach the Penguin, skill. we'll teach that like mm-hmm. we're more than happy to help you know further the knowledge of the technician if they want to start out you know but they don't have that side but you know they have that right attitude where they want to grow and continue to move up and continue to improve themselves we'll help you we'll teach you and uh that's what i learned too i mean at my previous company i wasn't taught you know how to do uh repairs um at coming from installer to service i install units yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna when i it comes to like fan motors i was like how you know am i gonna do this i can replace a condenser you know but on fan motors that's where i had a lot of good training at you know the trainers that trained me uh, it, you do it once and you're good forever, basically. And that's where I was taught here when I was training one of the technicians. We trained, we changed the fan motor, and I mean that's when I learned. And that's where your, you know, your salary can be higher. You you do your own repairs, because um, at first when I first started here, I I was like scheduling my repairs to go to for a warranty to do them. And, uh, you know, I was told, like, hey, you know, you can make more money if you do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Not to so, mention in the summer, warranty doesn't really have the luxury of yeah. taking on more work. And it's the time, too. That's why even on Saturday I scheduled a fan motor and I was like, I, I can do it Tuesday. But and then I noticed the customer was out in cooling. So, I mean, it just feels right. OK, Monday, I know it's my day off. I, I'll be here Monday. We can do this. And, you know, it was done. Did. House was cooling. Um, if you feel better, it's kind of like a triple win. You know, I win because I make more. The customer gets cooling, and the company doesn't have to send another technician out. Mm-hmm. Win, win, win. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. I love that. So what is it that you want to, going forward, like you talk about the sky's the limit. What did you see yourself um, 
in the next few years here at Penguin? Well, I know we talked about, you know, not, I don't really try to compete with, you know, Mm -hmm. top technicians here, but uh, that's the goal. You know, the goal is to be number one technician here to not just, you know, in selling, but in knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be able to sometimes not have to call certain people because I want to be able to know that and have people call me. Mm -hmm. Uh, That way, you know, just learn knowledge and try to be top technician here. It's like, I don't think I would feel right not being top technician here in the next five years. <laughs> I think it's going to yeah. be sooner than that. Yeah. We have some good technicians, so they better be watching out, Jay. I know. I know. I, I like think, this uh, guy. I'll tell you, you, it's all in you, right? Mm-hmm. And and when I I learned this in the military in refrigeration, and when I got out and I got my first job at $14 an hour or something. But I this is when one of our vendors, web distributors, was handing out little um, – <clears throat> This is before your time. Little <laughs> pocket notepads oh, with yeah. like uh, temperature. Yeah, super heat calculator on the back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jay knows. Yep. And you'd write down all your stuff when you're troubleshooting or pressures and all that on there. But man, I was so excited to learn and be the best and grow in this business. And I would study at night and I would just work on units I could work on, you know, my dad's house or whatever. And just a lot of people don't have that nowadays. That drive. But if you have that you will be the best. Yeah, if you have that drive, there's, like you said, the sky is the limit in this industry. That's why I think it is and the best is, industry. Yeah, and so eventually someday you can get into something that's not as strenuous and, and hot and you're running sales calls or you're training other people eventually. And there's so many opportunities in this industry. Mm-hmm. This industry is amazing. And it's not going to go anywhere. No. It's yeah. recession-proof. I mean, I think that's Arizona. the biggest thing, too, is, is not only is it not going to go anywhere, not is it, like, recession-proof, but... Really, every year, you know, not just us, but everybody in the Valley is struggling to find great techs like yourself, right? I mean, it is it is becoming harder and harder. People are looking more into that kind of glamorous, oh, I want to get into computers and video games and, you know, heck, just be a, a social media influencer and get paid, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, they always want this thing. And it's, it's amazing how, you know, people don't realize how successful you can be you know, is just an H, you know, HVAC tech or, you know, HVAC installer even, you know, and, and they can make a ton of money just, you know, if they go ahead and do that, do a trade school or like say, get on, learn hands on, you know, there's a ton of money to be made out there. And companies right now are always hiring. Penguins always hiring, always looking. Sure, yes, sure. We are. Something Michael probably doesn't know about Jay actually is um, <clears throat> when I first met Jay, he was actually on the verge of being a lip model. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. And I had to talk him out of that and tell him there's no future in that. Get into AC repair. He was about to be sponsored by this company right here, weren't you? So he yeah. still uses a lot of chapstick. Yeah. What's your to flavor? To protect bro? those lips. That's why we, we have really the need chapstick. to know what the fla- what your flavor is. Um, there's regular. You know, this may sound weird, but I'm actually like I like the plain flavor. Oh, the black so, one. You know? The black yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Or, the color of it's like flesh. Yeah. You can, you can help yourself. <laughs> those are for our uh, for our guests on the show. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Is Free it brand chapstick. new? I don't know if these were used or not. I, I was, was going to say, say, has that been used? I've, I've no. tried them all out just to sample and <laughs> make sure they're good. So um, just to make sure they work right for you. You yeah. and Jay have about, you know, you're pretty close to Jay's lips. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> hey, listen, I still might decide to go for the lip model career down the road, okay? Let's, let's, let's not introduce other people. So I just think the shape, the shape of your lips and everything about them is 
It's amazing. Yeah. And to think you talked me out of that career. <laughs> I had to because I knew if I could get you in homes talking to you know, the, the women, there'd be a huge opportunity for me and you. It'd be memorized. Uh, memorized. Mesmerized. Mesmerized. There you go. <laughs> Memorized. They're like, okay, uh, I'll buy a new ACJ. No. We uh, we have a good time with the chapstick because of Jay's lips. So, yeah. You'll have to look back a couple episodes. There was a whole segment about the application of chapstick on the lips. Episode, Jay does three laps. 13. There you go. Episode 13. He has to go inside and out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're probably two laps. Full coverage. You're probably two laps. Wouldn't you say? I didn't even know there is such thing as a model. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> We're playing with you. Oh. <laughs> We're playing with you. <laughs> no, I didn't know either until Jay told me he, he has a process, which there's a lot of processes in this business too. <laughs> but he does. He goes three laps every time, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, full coverage. Me, so, I just like put it on. Yeah, he's, he's got to go, myself he's gotta go clockwise. I just put it on. Not counterclockwise. Yeah. It's a, it's, you it's a write... fascinating thing to see. Go ahead and Jay, show them how you put chapstick yeah. on. Jay, demonstrate. Michael needs it. This is part of training, Michael. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah. And see, look, I'm, I'm with you. I go with the plain, too. I just that's like not the, the plain. That's the blue. But it's plain with SPF. It tastes it's nothing like difference. the plain. <laughs> but yeah. it protects the see? from the sun. The color is different. See, okay, outside, inside, and inside. far inside. And then rub. It's a little a, rub. Oh, and then, yeah. 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 It's smack. almost it's almost like X-rated when watching him put chapstick on. <laughs> He's like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you some off-air training. We, we, sell, we sell those video clips on a different site. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, you have any questions for us, Michael? Um, I always wondered, how did you guys come up with the name, you know, Penguin? That's a great question. I don't that's know if we've question. ever talked about that on the show, have we, Wade? We haven't talked about that specifically. That's a great question, you, and I'd love to have it yeah, take answer that one, and you can jump in. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I remember being in my backyard pacing around because our previous boss just heard that Will and I were going to start our own business, and I basically didn't have a job anymore. And so I'm like, damn, we better make some moves. So I wanted a character because the place we worked at before had a cool character on the side of the vans and stuff you could brand and advertise and have fun with. It kind of memorable as well, you know, versus just like Will and Wade's AC. So <clears throat> for some reason, and you also when you come up with a name, you have to consider if there's any similar names in the same state because of the, the license you know, the registrar of contractors that manages the licensing and the names and all that, they'll tell you, oh, you can't have a name that's similar to another like business. If it's a totally different business, it doesn't matter. I wanted to have a big rhinoceros on the side of a truck for some reason, like a standing character rhino with a service uniform on. He was kind of in good shape with a wrench or something. I just like the orangutan yeah. thing or whatever, yeah. but a rhinoceros. For some reason, I thought that was cool. And it was going to be called Rhino Air. Air. Well, there was a Rhino Mechanical, so we couldn't have it, and that crushed my dreams almost. And then I think Will was like, what about a penguin? And I was like, dude, there's no way someone doesn't already have penguin air. There's no way. And that's why I didn't even bother considering it in the beginning. Well, there was a penguin air, but it had just gone out of business three years before. 
So we jumped on it, got the name, and and came, and then my brother-in-law at the time drafted up a cool penguin, which actually is not cool now. It was kind of mm-hmm. cool back then. The one that's on the wall when you walk in, that's the old logo. Yeah. Oh, that wooden? Yeah. That's what it looked like in the beginning. Um, but yeah, it worked out really well. Penguins like cold air, and you can have fun with them. And who doesn't like a penguin? I mean, they can be kind of mean, actually. Jay knows. He held a live penguin in our first commercial. Uh, bit me on the arm. Yeah. And it Does bit her. And the helicopter pilot, when we sponsored the helicopters, it bit him on the ear because he put it in the passenger seat of the helicopter. And he and was it, leaning over to like do a selfie with a penguin. And and like, they have there. serrated beaks for fish, and they're not that friendly. Yeah. Although the ones at Odyssey, we went and hung out with them, and they're super friendly. So yeah. it's just how they're trained or whatever. But so we're the we're the friendly penguins. Yeah, we're the yeah. friendly penguins. Um, <clears throat> but then the colors too, like that was we didn't want to do your traditional blue and red. So we went with, I thought of FedEx, the, um, the purple, you like the purple. I like the lime green, but so I like, I, I like the, um, franchise FedEx that was mm-hmm. green and purple, not the orange mm-hmm. and purple the ground. one. FedEx ground. ground. Yeah. I like those colors. I thought of a lot when we came up with these colors cause they're different. They're fun. They're, they're more hip and current yeah. kind of mm-hmm. pop a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then we rebranded in 18. 2018. And that's logo. when our logo totally kind of got more Sporty. current and hip. And we came up with a flying penguin that's on the ball caps. And um, we have a few different variations of it, depending on what fits where, be it on the truck, on a brochure, on a hat, uniforms. And we had a company that's really good at design do all that for us. And that was co- that was called a brand refresh. Mm-hmm. So when it came to the trucks, because it was funny, I was talking to my brother. I was like, it would. I wonder how the van would look if it was purple. Have you guys ever thought about that? The whole van? Yeah. Wrap them purple? It would stand out. Well, there's a company out there, and I won't say their name specifically, but they do flowers, flower delivery and stuff, and their trucks are purple. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it'd be cool. I mean, white never pops, right? So if the whole truck was purple with some ground, it'd be really cool. Maybe maybe the top sales guys can have purple. Well, we had black ones. Black ones. Maybe we do purple now. Black we had carbon a, in the back, yeah. We had a black design. And I told Jay, I was like, let's do the top, you know, for text the year. For the year, give them the black vehicle. Um, we just haven't ever gotten around to it. Um, but that's a full wrap, whereas what we have now is a half wrap, mm-hmm. and there's costs associated and stuff. But the black ones look really cool, too. Congratulations, you're our top technician. You get the hottest van in the fleet. Yeah, in the summer. <laughs> well, that's I right. Hope it's a top three. Twenty twenty two would be good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, no, we still might do that. Um we're doing a lot of cool things mm-hmm. we have in the works for uh top sales top producers and Just stuff. Wait. We're gonna have a lot of fun. fun. It, so. We yeah. ordered some stuff last week for it. Nice. It's gonna be fun in the in the in the trainings now. Mm-hmm. Any other questions for us? Um yeah, I mean I think I I mean answers got all the answers. I, I was really just the penguin, you know, I was, I was big. Well it's been great having you. And uh you did really well. Did really good. And yeah, I, um, I can see why you're I can see why you're good with the customers. Yeah, yeah appreciate awesome. you having us as, uh, as part of the team, man. It's been it's been nice having you on and, and yeah. I do have one quick question for you. Hopefully you, you you believe this. I mean I know it's only been about three months, but why should others choose penguin? Uh I would say it's exactly what Will's been saying since I've been here. And I didn't even know – I saw it up the door. It says win with Penguin. Mm-hmm. I truly – I think that has been nothing but winning. You know, me and my brothers, like, I, we feel like we've been winning with Penguin. And it's it, it's not just, like, 
we're winning, but the customers are too, because I think the price and the quality they're getting, I truly believe in that. And I think that's what makes me a better salesman is because I believe in that. I love that. I love that, man. Give me the chance. I'm crying. I'm not crying, but I feel like I want to cry because that's what makes Will and I and Penguin, the company as a whole win is when the customers and the, we have the external customers and internal customers, which is our team members like yourself. If everybody's winning, then it's not a job. It's, it's like, it's fun. Yeah. And yeah, I think the same thing, like this is Wayne Knight's baby, you know, and this is so hard in the beginning for Wayne Knight to really give up a lot of control on some things. Jay's really helped us out with that. I mean, I can't say enough about this guy, right? Jay, <laughs> cause you, you got a lot like your boss too, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you come to work every day. So, um, yeah, it just makes us feel good. Um, because we want everyone to win. And when you guys are winning, you know, like best thing, I, I got another phone call from Nate White the other day and Nate's like, I just upgraded on my house. I called you two years ago. I got a new, uh, my first house. He just got his second house. You know, these are things that Wade and I want to see all of our employees winning. And Nathan worked here before and he was left mm-hmm. um, to try to do or work for his brother-in-law. Well, no, he went to another company where he got actually a little bit of a management role oh. that he was at. Yeah. But he came back. But Why? didn't he uh, work for his brother-in-law? He did for like a short period on the side while he was making the transition to the other company. But he came back and um, we love seeing that. Mm-hmm. You know, p- people want to see what's out there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we appreciate coming on and sharing your story. Man, um, man. You are from here as well, like all four We're all natives. We're all natives. natives. Born and raised in Chandler. Um, yeah. Awesome. I was born and raised in Phoenix, essentially. So, yeah, for all those listeners out there, this is probably Jonathan. We probably want to get this on Facebook a little bit stronger on the recruiting side. Okay, we want um, the Michaels of the world okay, to come here at Penguin and, and win with us. Yeah, and, and, again, I think one of the most important things to touch on is you didn't have to go to school mm-hmm. and spend the money. As long as you're a good person and you want to learn, you want to work hard, we will start you at the ground level, and you will learn a lot, and um, the industry will treat you as well as you know. You treat it. What yep. you put into it, you'll get out yeah. of it for sure. So exactly Definitely. right, and that's done it for all four of us, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us has gone that path. So um, great, great interview. Thanks for coming on. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell our our listeners what they should do? See that in green up there, there. in green, up there in green. Yeah, well, if you guys like the show, just you know, like, comment, and subscribe, and there you uh, go. win one penguin. I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. I'm glad he didn't say smile and dial. I know. Let <laughs> me say that one. Smile and dial. Yeah. Lou, Lou is like a you know the the reporters. I can anchor man on the teleprompter. They're the tele- say, yeah. They just read it. And I thought you might actually actually say that on accident. But That's Jonathan, why I said Jonathan green. put that up there just because. That's a thing we do in the call center yeah. but i would make sure do, you're smiling on this we do want our customers yeah. to smile and dial us there you go smile right? and dial. i think it's for us though so we're smiling when we're on the microphones i gotta say i think michael there just put in a new way that we have to close out every when episode. was and win penguin. with penguin when, when you guys always did that we oh, learned yeah. i mean that's that's a great one just it's at the end of the voicemails on all the love it. yeah thanks michael perfect all right cheers all right. michael yep. all right everyone great having you have a great week everybody